Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Nicole Host, founder of Follow Your Soul Path, life purpose, soul business coaching, and a marketing consultant for women who want to live bigger lives. Fantastic. Hey, Nicole, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Super excited. I love the name, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. We <laughs> like it too. <laughs> so tell me more about you know, where you are with your business today and who is it that you love to work with? Sure. Um, well, my business is pretty new, but it's a combination of uh, different businesses I've been doing for the last 20 years. So it's a, I call it a holistic mind, body, soul approach to pursuing your dreams and getting over your blocks and going for what you really want in your life, um, which came from my experience of following my intuition, kind of however crazy it sounded, especially if it sounded crazy, because then I knew it was something else that was guiding me, just kind of blindly trusting that and then doing it over and mm. over again. So I've moved across country three times now, trusting my intuition. And every time my life got better, I noticed and I always knew, I think I was meant to be an entrepreneur. I never felt, um, you know, at home in a job or a cubicle and nine to five schedule. I hated, I'm a night person. So I, uh, but, you know, I had a lot of like childhood insecurities about money and what I could accomplish and kind of watched parents start and stop jobs that didn't work out. And so I think until I met other people that were doing it, did I believe it was possible for me? And a lot of them were women that inspired me kind of against all odds or, came from small towns like I did and, you know, went to a big city and, and did their dreams no matter what got in their way kind of thing. Um, so I love working with women who, and I would totally be open to working with men too, um, who are just open to the idea that everything's connected. Like I think our body's constantly sending us signals. Like when I worked at a cubicle, you know, my shoulder was hurting and I, you know, I have an injury. So you say, oh, it's that old injury. Except when I quit my job, it went away. And I thought, huh. You know, huh. stress. Strange and was, that, right? Right. And my body trying to tell me like, this isn't for you. And this isn't for you every day, I feel like. And starting to listen to that and starting to listen to like what stress means and what your mindset's telling you and what your gut is kind of pulling you towards. And then just putting all that together. Right. Um, so the people I work with tend to be like spiritually kind of curious, like they, they might, might have heard about manifesting and law of attraction and believe in signs and synchronicities, but they don't really know like how to use that and put it together and make their life better or how to trust it is a big one, right? Like you might hear mm. your nudges, but, but how do I trust it? And how do I act on it when I have all these fears and doubts and like, what's going to happen if I go for it and 
of course, as we get older, it gets a little more challenging, you have more responsibilities. And somehow I've always managed to just keep doing. <laughs> I kind of see it like that. Remember that game? Uh, was it million dollar period or a hundred thousand dollar pyramid where it's like, you're at this level, you're going to go for this one. Or you're going to be okay here. And I just, for whatever reason, always just kept going for the next one. So um, mm. I don't gamble, but I do take big risks in my life because I, I trust it and I, and I've seen it work. So I always just do it. And it doesn't mean it's gonna be easy. I'd say it might be more challenging for a while, but I think eventually you get to a better place. So I love the people that, you know, they're willing to do um, the work, the inner work on themselves. They just need a little guidance. They need a little support and they need some help shedding light on what's holding them back because we go through life and things accumulate and all of a sudden we're disconnected from ourselves. You know, maybe we have a loss in our family or we are doing survival mode and we're in jobs just to pay the bills. And then all of a sudden one day we're like, what happened to that dream I had, you know? And my thing was, I was kind of hell bent on holding on to this, these dreams and they, and they changed is the truth over time, you know? Um, and I just kind of followed where they led me. And that's what led to these changes into this business now, you know? And so I'm using part of what I, what oh, I yeah, learned on my journey. Everything you're discussing now, everything you're talking about, you know, your journey, it's, 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 you, you mentioned and dropped so much on where you are and what you're going through. But this actually just paints the picture of your business because you've walked the path, your, your, your soul path, <laughs> of exactly where you're taking your clients. So mm -hmm. it's in, and I find this time and time again, that we, we all have a journey and a path or a realization or go through something and we don't want others to go through the same thing or oh crap, look at what we've learned. Look at what we can do. We want other people to be able to do this. So a lot of entrepreneurs have that kind of, that desire to help, to guide. So you is, is so authentic with everything that you've done, every experience you've had to almost wrap up the, the tools, the tactics, the, um, the blueprints, the way that you've gone about it. Well, and everyone's journey is different too, right? But I definitely know ways that can make it easier, you know, where maybe you won't second guess yourself so much for so mm. long, or you make the decisions from the inside out instead of going to other people for answers and then getting confused because they're all sending you different directions. Then how do you figure out the way then, you know, it's like this scarecrow well, that goes like this. <laughs> that goes one this point, way. It's so important to understand, okay, rather than have people say, here's what you should do. Here's what you need to do. Here's what you where you need to go. I mean, every tactic or strategy works, but to drill down with, okay, what do you want? Yeah. Where are you right now? What are you looking for? So whilst number one, I think that's tough anyway, but number mm -hmm. two with the work that you do, which is to open up your, your intuition and yes. actually be able to fucking hear it <laughs> when it's talking to well you. Well, it's a good point because, I mean, uh, conditioning, right? People call it social conditioning or programming. I mean, we all go through school. We're taught to be a certain way. We're taught to behave. We're taught to mm. conform. You know, then our family teaches us a set of um, expectations. And adults still do it. I have clients tell me all the time, well, you know, I should be doing this. Or like, says who? Like, your mom back in fifth grade, but you're still comparing your adult life to that. And they never asked what you said, which is, what do I want? You know, at some point, you know, especially kids get involved and it's like, well, I'm second. Right. But I work a lot with moms too, that, you know, I, I tell them, would you tell your kid to follow what they really want to do in their heart? Cause if you're the example of that, you know, and I think when you do that, you make a better environment for everybody. Cause I think ki even kids, I knew, you know, my parents maybe didn't um, do the path they wanted to do, you know, and I saw mm -hmm. the aftermath of that. And that was a, 
young age, I realized like, I'm going to find something I really like, which for me was dance. And I'm going to hold on to it no matter what, just as an experiment. Cause I didn't necessarily believe in the universe will provide everything. And, you know, now I do, <laughs> but I think you have to do the work first. And I think you have to put yourself in situations uh, that you probably, so, I was afraid of everything I did. So <laughs> actually, I want to jump in there because what was it with your journey, with your experience that you Maybe you knew this stuff. Maybe you knew, knew about this sort of the law of attraction and the way manifestation works and the things that are supposed to come to you. But it sounds like you knew it, but once you played with it, once you brought it in, then what was the moment that you were like, oh, shit, this stuff's it real. It actually works. Yeah. Oh, I've had, I've had so many moments that I'm like, there's no way I, in my own human capacity, could have orchestrated the series of events that led to some amazing experience that I had. Like, mm. I got to sing with Oasis was one of them. And that was because I met a guy out when I was doing music and um, we said, well, jam, he came over, jammed once. Then they offered this to his band, but his band didn't want to do it. And he remembered this girl he met one time, you know, and said, hey, do you want to do this thing? And I got to meet them and sing their songs. And like, I couldn't have made that happen if I wanted to, you know, it was things like that. But I, but I put myself in the position to be available to the universe. Like I, I moved myself to New York, right? I faced the fear of coming here and not knowing how it was going to turn out. I let myself be open to the unknown, I would say, is a lot of it. Yes. You and, know, and that, that's a key point, being able to be allowing to that, because when we hold mm. on so tight, if you wanted to sing the Oasis, you could try, try and find these ways of doing it. How <laughs> can I manufacture? How rather than hold, you know, just allowing and following what, what goes where and who's connected to who. And, yeah. Oh, what feels good feels... at the moment. I think that's what yes. it comes down to. What, what, but we're not taught to trust what feels good or, or we feel shame for doing it. You know, a lot of moms feel shame for going for what they really want. Cause they think it's going to affect their kids in some way, or, you know, I'm letting someone down cause I'm moving away from home. And we, we have that people pleasing side that it thinks about everyone else before ourselves. And then I always say like, what if, what if we all came down here and we, we all decided to be, you know, the garbage guy, you know, which is fine. They have the, the world would be clean. Right. But if, if that was like the only job that was secure and available, whatever, but then we never really pursued what we wanted. We're kind of jipping the world of that thing that makes us cool. That could be making the world cooler. Right. And only we know what that is. And the only way we know what that is, how, what that is, is if we go within and we block everything else out and we separate our fear from our intuition. And we say like, what is it I really want? And it could change. And I think we feel guilty about that too. You know, um, this, then this came about because I can't, I, I was producing shows and I, that's my passion. I love it. And my dream someday is to have my own cabaret dinner theater, but I decided this isn't the time of my life that I want to do that because I want to have a life right now. I want to be able to have weekends off. You know, I want to be able to enjoy time with my friends again and being back in New York. And I don't think I want to work all the time at night right now, you know, and that's a weekend night kind of job. So I was like, what can I do that's online that still fills my soul that uses my background and maybe all the things that I thought were so random. And I looked and realized they were all part of this journey leading me here and connected and now make me better at what I do because of all those things that I thought I was so off my path. Right. Um, and you know, it's what I'm doing now and it's always going to shift and refine. I've always, I've already shifted it since I've started, you know, to be more in line with my priorities, but you have to know what those priorities are, you know? And I start with that with people. I help, help them clear that stuff out so they can see clearly. And then we start with like, what would your ideal vision of the future be? Like the craziest thing you can imagine, because I did that unknowingly as a kid. I was dreaming about all of this in my little bedroom in my small town in California, like producing shows and singing on stage and 
being a choreographer and I never ever thought I would do them in New York, you know, <laughs> I did all of them, but they came about over time as they were supposed to a little bit at a time. And I think because I took that first step and I said, I'm just going to listen to this intuition. And my high school counselor told me, you should probably take Spanish. You'll use it more than dance. And that was the first time where I was like, ah, I don't think so. <laughs> I kind of think I want to do dance. And then I would go back every year and tell her like, I'm performing in New York. I would teach at my high school. You know, it, it opened my life to so much more than dance too. You know, mm -hmm. I met the most amazing people. I got those kind of opportunities. I started trusting, like I had a lot of stage fright actually. And I so got with, with that, that, let's just, let's just tap yeah. into that, that intuition bit, which is, mm -hmm. feels like it's so important with the work you do and, and yeah. obviously your story. How do you help guide your clients to number one, hear that, but number two, actually be able to, to trust it because there's a, mm -hmm. there's a beautiful nuance there. What is the kind of process or advice that you give to be able to, to sort of bring that out? Because it's a skill. It's a good question. I think the first thing is it is hard to hear because your fear is loud and, and your intuition is quiet. And we're in an unnatural world that all day long is distracting us from our truth of ourself, right? Uh, we have TV, we have phones, we have other people constantly pulling at our attention. So the first thing you kind of have to do is quiet your mind. And, you know, most people tell you to meditate. I'm not the most... The people I work with are busy people. They have a hard time meditating and turning off their mind on demand like that. Mm. And I'm and I'm trying new things all the time. Like I just went to my first in-person group meditation. And I thought that was amazing because the energy of the group helped me to calm my energy. And I had her words to focus on. And it was um, about, you know, she moved down the body and the chakra. So it, it, it brought it all together. Like what I believe about, you know, your mind, your body and how it's all related and being aware of your thoughts. I you know, for me, I like to get it because I was a dancer, I guess I have to get out of my head. I have to get into my body. So if I feel frazzled or unclear or whatever, I'll get on the floor, immediately grounding yourself, stretching. I get a lot of insights during that time. A lot of mm. people tell me in the shower, interestingly enough, which is um, a conductor of energy, but it's also like a cocoon where you're alone, right? You're alone with your thoughts. Um, I'm loving in-person stuff lately because after COVID and being stuck in your house, you know, it's easy to get trapped in your head, especially entrepreneurs. Like we're on this computer all day. It's just sucking our brain out. You know, <laughs> I gotta go. I'd like to go get away and have someone else tell me what to do for an hour. And then I can kind of, you know, or a massage. That's another way I like to do it. Cause I can focus on the sensation and then let go of my mind. Um, and, and it, I get insights during that time. And then the second part, trusting it, I honestly believe that the only way you're going to trust it is if you, if you get clear on like a little nugget of intuition and then you just test it out. Now you don't have to do like your 180 the first time, you know, it could be like, go this way instead of that way, or yeah, go to the some, store some for baby no reason. Steps first, right? Yeah. And then you start, and then maybe you meet some amazing person there or some opportunity is awaiting you. And then you see like, oh, now I know why it told me to go that way. And just paying attention to that. Like what's mm -hmm. the outcome when you follow like a little bit of intuition. And, you know, I do this really well. I was talking to someone today when I'm on vacation, right? Cause then it's almost like it's already an adventure. So I was like, Oh, let's see where the day takes me. Right. Like if we approached every day like that, and I bet we'd come across the most amazing synchronicities. And, and I think I did that intuitively when I like first moved to New York. And that's why I think everything worked out for me. I was just open to the fact that the right people and opportunities would come my way for the vision I had, you know, um, mm. but we try to, and I, you know, I was a show producer. I'm a, 
I'm a control freak like anybody else. I like to know what's coming next. And, but whenever I try to force that, you know, like I just created this program and then I was like, there's something that wasn't aligned. So I backed off instead of pushing it. And I was like, what is it that's not aligned? And I checked back in with myself and I checked back in with people I knew. Okay, that's that's interesting. You know? So I was just yeah. about to jump in and be like, hey, hmm. with your business, talk to me about, you know, an occasion where you have been trying to control, where you have been hanging on to oh. a type. Because everyone knows all this stuff. We all know the right thing yeah. to do. But actually doing it can be, it can be so tough. And then we catch ourselves yeah. like, oh, damn it, numpty. What are you doing? So as you've been growing your new business, because this is, this is very new and it's it's still finding the right way to expand and actually help even more people. Mm. What was it like for you as you followed your intuition? And what were those times where you were like, yeah, I was hanging on too tight. I thought, I was so mm. thought this was the right thing, direction, whatever it was, but you had to let go. What was that like? Oh gosh. Well, it's frustrating, right? At the time. And it can be scary, especially when there's like money pressure behind you. Like I've put this much into it and I got to get this out and I got to get this client today. And the truth is, I think whenever we put that push energy behind something and it's not just like something we're excited to share, I think we're doing it from the wrong energy. And then we either repel people or -hmm. we get the wrong people, right? The right. And it just goes for dating or anything. Right. And so it's like, when you're coming from that lack mentality again, or like a desperation energy, I feel like, and it doesn't come off as genuine. So I, when I feel that, like, oh, there's a hesitance, I look at it. I'm like, is this procrastination? Is this perfectionism? Is this imposter syndrome? Might be more than one thing. Or is it that this doesn't feel aligned to me? And so I'm not feeling confident putting it out there. And I realized that was mostly what it was in this case. Like there might've been mm-hmm. a little perfectionism there. I'm not going to have it probably ever exactly like you know, the copywriting background, all the words perfectly or whatever, <laughs> but in the end, it doesn't matter. It's like, can you, can you share what transformation you're going to have with people and feel confident that you can do it? And for me, it was just, there was so much in, in figuring myself out and who do I want to be as a coach and what do I want to offer when the world was my oyster that triggers in me. I know like my childhood, like, Oh, uh, things are kind of unstable. And like, I don't like that feeling. So my control is, is Ooh, those, a sense of safety, you know, those but two elements there. So your, your, your desire for safety and security, yeah. plus the, the sort of money mindset challenges that, that come through with a new business, having yeah. these two, two things to join forces is, is tough. I mean, we talk an awful lot of entrepreneurs and, you know, marketing sales, it can be so tough. Most people yeah. come into business, like they're not sales trained, they're not marketing yeah, trained. Yeah, yeah. It's, you have to do this. And coming from a place of, what did you say? The, 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 the money push energy of needing the sale of, yeah. I need this to happen or I'm building this. And I think the beautiful point that you said there, which I want to sort of underline and put in bold and flashing <laughs> lights around it is, Number one, you come across in a wrong way. You're misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. But two, you attract the wrong kind of people. Mm-hmm. So how often, everyone listening and actually us, when you're going through a, a transition with your business and you're trying to reach a certain type of clients, but you kind of attract the people with the same challenges, same mindset as yourself in the moment, it happens time and time again. And yeah. that's kind of the the negative if you want to call it the negative slant on the law of attraction scarcity attracts more scarcity right and there's something crazy in that so what was it like for you when maybe you were maybe you're coming across in the wrong way maybe you're saying all the right things but there was an underlying oh I, I, I want this to work or I want to help people or I, I need the money to expand the business even more 
with energy, what did you find kind of was happening? Um, I felt resistant. And I even had someone reflect back to me like, oh, you seem resistant to these, uh, whatever. Um, and what I realized was, you know, like what had been modeled for me maybe wasn't the same value that I wanted to offer, but I also wanted to protect my energy. I wanted to be mm. clear about what I was offering, but I wanted to offer, I wanted to explain like it's multiple things. Um, and what I realized was I had a very open-ended coaching mod model to start with. I was like, you can come to me with anything. This is the number of sessions and we'll work through it. And of course we kind of set goals and work to those goals. And and some people's goals are more open-ended is what I learned. You know, some people just want to feel better and make confident decisions and, and then maybe make a choice about a partner by the end. Whereas other ones have a big epic, which is what I related to more, right? Like a big epic, like I want to quit my job or I want to go for this big thing. Mm -hmm. And both are completely valid. I, and I heard in a workshop that someone said, you know, um, I, you know, I was told by, she was told by a coach that basically if she didn't have this big dream, like it wasn't, she wasn't ambitious kind of thing. And I'm like, I think it's ambitious just to want to work on yourself and want to get in a better place. And who am I to say that it has to be this big epic transformation, but for that person, it might be, you know, so how can I include all of this? So, so what I did was I went back, I, I, I'm a big fan of when it gets to that resistant point and you can't see like left from right or which way to go. I just stop, which is completely counterintuitive. <laughs> um, but I take that as actually a good thing that law of attraction does when you feel that resistance, it's to let you know, maybe you're not going the right way, or there's something that needs to be tweaked. And what I do is I disconnect. So like this weekend I went away and I was still mulling things over and kind of, I kind of say it like letting it settle and like seeing what like filters to the top at the end of the day. And I might run it by some people that, and see what words they use and kind of help me clarify, mm. you know, um, cause it'll either light up or not. Like they'll say something they'll be like, no, that's not really it. Um, and so that's worked for me many times this whole, like there's the, there's the time to push and there's the time to, um, put things out there and go for it. And then there's a the time to like, step back and listen and maybe refine and, and even a time to let go, because I think mm. that's when things would just see what comes to you then. Like at one point in my copywriting business, like I'm not going to go look for clients. I don't have the time. And then the clients that started coming to me naturally were energy healers, coaches, therapists, like spirit, but all secretly spiritual. And all of a sudden I was like, Hmm. <laughs> and then I started seeing myself in them. And then I realized, Oh my God, this is why I feel resistance. I want to be doing it, not writing for other people doing it. And so little mm. things like that, like seeing what comes to you naturally, a lot of times when we're pushing, we miss that, you know, we miss like, it does come easily. That's the but point. It's, we're supposed to be path of least resistance, you know? That intuition to listen to mm -hmm. that is one thing. And then being able to have the, maybe the confidence to be able to go after it because just knowing right. that it's like, I, I don't want to write about it. I want to be doing that oh yeah. shit welcome to the next level yeah. how do you go from here and oh we now back to fear again yeah fear being loud with intuition and being in your ears, like are you sure who are you all yes. these things come in so you were able to work through that yeah i guess you know um I, i've done it many times where i took a big leap and i will say that i think that everybody around me thought i was confident and had no fear and didn't have any money mindset hang-ups and I just the one that goes for yeah. it. But what they don't know is I did all the inner work first, right? Like I, there were times when I was debilitating shy, which no one would believe now <laughs> that I fear public speaking. Like this would have terrified me 20 years ago. There's mm. um, 
But the only way you get the confidence, well, two things I teach people from my performing background is you can fake it actually. Like people don't actually know you're not confident unless you make it obvious to them. So you could get in front of people and you, you speak a certain way and you control, you know, your volume and stuff like that. And, and people won't know the difference. They want to actually believe you're confident. That's the first part. The second part is you don't get confident by standing on the sidelines and thinking about it. You get confident by doing it, probably having some mistakes. I wasn't, you know, when I first started singing, I was not perfect. You know, I still get, um, you know, I got let go from a band the other day, but I was like, it's not because I'm a bad singer. I've learned that about myself. It's because of decisions that are made. And a lot of times it's not about you, but the only way you're going to build the confidence is if, if you actually just take steps. But you don't have to take the biggest step yet. You could you could test it out. Like one of my clients, she's volunteering. You know, she was a teacher. Now she wants to work with plants, like a 180. I love it, right? Because that's what her heart's telling her. I love it. But she actually has tons of experience and skills that relate. She's volunteering. We, we started working on a resume and her cover letter live with her. And I worked with her today. And she's like, you know what? I do know this stuff. And I am a good writer. And, you know, but old stuff from growing up was holding her back, you know? Um, but she, but the, but she took a brave step to do it. And I think for me, it was, I knew I had a choice between a predictable life where I could tell you exactly what the next 20 years was going to look like. And part of myself wouldn't be fulfilled. I knew that part of myself wouldn't be fulfilled. And I think given my upbringing, I'm still amazed that I made the choice to take that with all this, you know, scarcity and lack of security that I had. But all I remember thinking is, Am I going to be brave? Am I going to be the type of person that's brave, the type of people that I look up to? Or am I going to live always with this regret? And that fear was greater than the fear of taking the leap. And oh, now well, that this, I've done it. That full scenario there, going sort of full circle to the yeah. start of this episode is all about, you know, is it possible for me? You get to show the clients that you're working with that you've been through this. It yeah. is possible because you're living by example. And yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. Yes, there are mistakes made along the way, but you get to learn, listen, be guided and find the right thing for you as, as we all navigate this. So yeah. look, Nicole, thank you so much for sharing not only your business, but your journey behind the scenes as you've been thank you. going through this and transitioning and with all the adventures you've been on. Oh, thank you so much. Like I say, it's not doesn't mean it'll be easier it just means it'll be better <laughs> eventually right when you follow well, look, if people want to learn more about you and you know get that bigger better life where can they find you um so you can just go to www.followyoursoulpath.com you do have to type in the whole thing for it to pop up still um and i do do you know free consultation calls where you can just chat with me about what you're going through see if it's something i think i can help you with um i do that before all of my programs uh, you know, because I want to make sure I'm the right fit and what you need. Um, and I have two programs. One is for marketing consulting, which I do live online with you, six sessions, um, my sole business mentorship program. And then I have um, Align Attract, which is about aligning your energy and your mind, body, and soul to be a energetic match to what you want to draw in. And then I help you get over all the things we talked about, the mindset blocks and fears and old childhood baggage that holds you back from that because that's all it all is all the crap that steps in your way is it's sneaky yeah. sneaky sneaky which is usually ourselves right <laughs> <laughs> usually it's always ourselves uh, it's on. always ourselves you don't forget yourself podcast it's, it's no one else is doing it yeah <laughs> all powerful and all crazy at the same time hmm, love that well everyone if you're curious or like that's a hell yes 
go check it out. Again, Nicole, thank you so much for being with us. And thank sharing. you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's great talking yeah. to you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>